following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radio Land from a home office in Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode number 416. Date of recording, the 6th day of March, 2022, for those that are keeping score. I don't, I don't know why that's even relevant. I, it may be, I guess, because some of the stuff that we get into from time to time gets to be dated fairly quickly. It's kind of hard to be, like, evergreen on something like this. This just seems sort of silly. Um, it's about... Uh, about 3.30 in the afternoon on this sunny Sunday. Got heavy weather coming. <laughs> I know it's weird because this will this will be like broadcast on Radio Memphis Wednesday night. This coming Wednesday night at around midnight or Thursday morning, depending on how you want to look at it. So, yeah, there's there's that. Dude, uh, this is the last week of Standard Time. Next week, the 13th, Daylight Savings Time kicks in, which means... We all get to lose an hour of sleep, but the the trade-off is pleasant. It's longer daylight hours. This is the dumbest shit on the planet, but there it is. And uh, we're all party to it, you know, such as it is. Uh, Coming up on this episode, we're going to take a look at uh, terms of service for one thing in particular. That's coming up in a bit. And it's really kind of weird because it points to some interesting Excuse me, some interesting things. I had lunch a moment ago, and I'm enjoying a nice hot pile steaming cup of coffee. And a pile of coffee. It's kind of what it is. its uh, I, I, I use the espresso coffee. That's what I like. And I've got like a double espresso with a little splash of milk and some sugar in it. And I'm, I'm digging it, man. Absolutely digging it. Uh, I do want to get into this here real briefly here before we pause. Um, Walmart. Yeah, you know, um... You know, Walmart is, uh, it's a thing. It's a big deal. It's The reason why it is so popular is because it's cheap and everything's imported from China. That's the thing. They have 4,700 some odd stores in and around, probably a little bit more. And um, they have ingrained themselves into the fabric of the American society, specifically in the South. I, I don't know why that is, but I guess because they're from Arkansas may have something to do with it. Um, the, the all the memes and the jokes and the things that you see about the people of Walmart and all of that stuff, they embrace that. Make no mistake about it. That company embraces the <laughs> the white trash amongst us. <laughs> you know, they love they love it. They market their stuff to these to these folk. So much so, this bit of alarming news. Forbes reported that Walmart may soon become the largest primary care provider in the country. I want you to think about that for a moment. (laughs) I want you to think for just a moment about how ridiculous that statement even sounds. Walmart may soon become the largest primary care provider in the country. It sounds ridiculous, but you know what it is? It's genius on their part. Think about it. They have all of these 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 locations all over the country, 
and they cater to people that are looking for a value. They're looking for some cheap shit to buy, to put in their house, to put in their stomach, to put everything, because it's it's all cheap. It's all imported shit from China. They just they just pass it on over to you. I know some of you go, it's not true. Yeah, most of it is. Okay. But the point being is that a lot of people that are regular customers of the Walmart are people that are strapped for cash. And sometimes you got to go to the doctor. Sometimes you got to get that thing looked at. <laughs> you got to, you got, does this look infected to you, doc? It's one of them deals. Hey, I got a fish hook in my butt cheek. Can we get that taken out? That's what, that's kind of what it is. So it's good that there's healthcare for people without insurance because they're going to have they're, they're, they're going to be doing this whole transparent pricing thing that's all that is it's kind of cool I suppose but it is strange to sit there and think for a minute that you you go to Walmart to the doctor I mean I know it's I know the world is changing of course you know um, you, you go to you go to various stores to get your eyes done you know they have the kiosks in certain places over at the mall or wherever you know, it's, you always, you always, I guess, I guess because I grew up in a, in a time where your doctor was your doctor, you know, you had to go see, you know, Dr. Borgrinder, he's going to go take care of you for whatever it is that ails you. Uh, he gets you the prescriptions and stuff like that. You don't ever think about the fact that he's probably set up shop inside of a Walmart, which is, uh, you know, it just seems, I don't know. There's just something strange about it. I mean, more power to him, I guess. And if it's going to get, you know, more people healthy and whatnot. Um, Walmart has been setting up primary care services in select locations. According to this Forbes article, uh, the care clinic concept offers services such as primary care, dental counseling, labs, and x-rays, health screening, optometry, hearing, fitness, and nutrition, (laughs) fitness and nutrition at the Walmart. Excuse me, sir. You're going to need to stay out of aisles seven through 12. Uh, health insurance and enrollment, and it is currently being offered in various states, including Arkansas, Georgia, Illinois, Texas, etc. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. I have I have questions. I mean, I'm sure. Look, it's a doctor's a doctor's a doctor, right? I mean, I, I don't I don't know. It just seems kind of counterintuitive to go to like one of the single most health healthless places in the world to go find a doctor. My question is, are they going to import their doctors in from China, too? What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel man pills. Things weren't always looking up, if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pill sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-709-6712. 800-709-6712. That's 800-709-6712. There's an adage we've talked about on the morning show, uh, LJ and I, over at Radio Memphis in the morning. Weekdays, 9 to 2. 
Central, uh, where we talk about certain things that happen online. And uh, the Internet, of course, is vastly different than what it was when it you know, first rolled out. I mean, it's in constant change of evolution. This is kind of how that works. And it's in reference to mostly uh, all the free shit that's out there, right? You know, games, social media, that's the big, you know, the, the, that's the big elephant in the room. That's kind of what this is about. The, uh, the notion that is if, that if you're not paying anything for it, you are the product, okay? It's, for example, Facebook is not a product. You are the product. It's the sum of its parts. It's the sum of all of its people that are that are account holders. Whether it's uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, Snapchat, you know, any of those, they don't cost you anything. Uh, it's an aggregate for information. It's an aggregate for information for sure, but it's an aggregate for data. Okay, that's the important part. It's it's about the users themselves, what they like, what they don't like, what they like to buy, what you know, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and there's a lot of confusion about that, it seems. And a lot of that can be alleviated if, say, one spends time reading the terms of service. <laughs> Nobody does that. Hell, I don't even do it. I'll peruse through it every once in a while when something like this comes up. And I've, and I've, and I, and to be fair, I have not read the entire terms of service of about what I'm going to get into here in a moment because, I, frankly, I don't have the time. And it's enormous. It's a book. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's insane. However, there and it com- it comes up from time to time, and you'll see somebody post something specifically on Facebook. You'll see it that they'll say everything that I post belongs to me, and nobody can do anything, and blah blah blah, and all this you know, copyright blah, you know, copy and paste and share, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that does nothing. First of all, uh, second of all, according to the terms of service, everything this is very true. Everything you post. To social media, whether it's a photograph, whether it's you know a uh, something, whatever you post, technically, technically belongs to that social media platform. If you post a photograph, there can be somebody within the halls of that social media company that likes that photograph and says they want to use that in their marketing, and they'll do it. And there ain't squat you can do about it. They tend not to do it that way. They usually, you know, if you see ads for, say, Facebook or Twitter or whatnot, uh, that's something that they've, like, contracted a company to produce, you know, a production company of some sort. So um, <clears throat> that's th- that's kind of how that works, right? But people have this whole sinister notion that 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 Facebook is out to get you. They are. And that everything that, that, that they that they have on their platform uh, belongs to them, which it does. And there's these people that think that they are not, you know, they're not, uh, they're sovereign to it. They're not. <laughs> that's the whole point. That's, that's the reason why it exists. And when people get bent out of shape about something that's up, that's been put up on Facebook and, and, and we'll look at the, the previous administration, prime example, they kicked that guy off of the, the, the last, the president of the United States got kicked off of Facebook and Twitter and YouTube because of what that, because of a violation of their terms of service. That's what it was. And there was all this high hollering and everybody went ape shit about the fact that, oh my God, you know, that's censorship. Uh, no, it's not. I mean, I guess in a, some aspect you could you could refer to it as being censored by that social media, but 
the fact of the matter is rules were broken. When you sign up to use that service, you have to abide by the terms of that service. I know it sounds like I'm talking to a four-year-old, but that's how that works. But at the same token, if you go and you read the terms of service, you almost need to have a degree in law to understand it <laughs> because it's it, it's crazy. It is crazy. Now, uh, the much ballyhooed Truth Social, which is the Trump media group deal, their social media deal that they've put out there or, or attempting to, they've been working on it for quite some time and it's not going well. Um, to be fair, I have not signed up for an account with them. Uh, I didn't go through that experience because apparently you can't. You wind up on a list. You, I mean, I mean a good list. And <laughs> it's not like you don't wind up on some some watch list over at the Pentagon. No, it's not one of those. It's a list of because they can't get to everybody, right? Because the system is not ready to go. They didn't they didn't beta test any of this. They just throw it out there, and there and there it is for your waiting purposes. It's like, what, 150,000 people, I think, is the average is what it tells you as you go along. And um, and it's only available through uh, iPhone or online, I think, I think on their desktop. I don't know if they have a desktop or not. I mean, they have a website because I'm looking at it right now. Um, and the only reason why I pulled it up was to pull up the two things. I pulled up the terms of service and the privacy policy. These are two things, okay? Now, now look, uh, to be fair, I'm not just picking on one. Well, in a way I am. <laughs> but they're all kind of the same. And that's the point here. This is all, when you read through the truth social terms of service, you'll see that it, it is basically all boilerplate stuff. Now, they've got their problems. They can't get the thing launched. It's having some other issues. There's a problem with the logo, apparently, which is this blue background with this kind of a half-assed looking T with a, with a couple of squares on it, and it's identical to a company in Canada or or the UK, one of the two, uh, that does something that's not social media, but their but their logo is identical to it, and there, there may be some problems with that. I mean, there's a whole there's a whole list of issues on trying to get this thing launched, which is in a way kind of kind of silly. Um, but at any rate, back to the point here, the the uh, the truth social. Okay, so they have built themselves as a thing that you can use where there is no fake news. All right, granted, it's targeted specifically to the far right. It's targeted to the people that that uh, were, 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 for lack of a better term, were Trumpers, right? So in essence, they've built this platform to be an echo chamber, <laughs> which is fine. Okay, whatever, you know. There's no law that says you can't do this. Uh, however, when you read through the terms of services, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting because you're supposed to be able to speak your mind. You're supposed to be able to do things there that you couldn't do elsewhere. But as you read through it, you realize that you can't. <laughs> because they've got rules, okay? And this is probably all taken from the terms of service of other social media things as well. It's it's all, like I said, it's all boilerplate stuff. It's standard. You turn the turn the wheel and out comes this con this this thing contract, if you will. Um under section seven, prohibited activities. I've highlighted a couple of things here. 
Um, it starts off with, you may not access or use this service for any purpose other than that for which we make the service available. The service may not be used in connection with any commercial endeavors except those that are specifically endorsed or approved by us. Heh, okay. As a user of the service, you agree not to the following. Uh, systematically retrieve data or other content from the service to create or compile directly or indirectly a collection, compilation, database, or directory without written permission from us. Because you are the product, you see. They're going to take their... Yes. You can't um, uh, collect usernames and or email addresses of users. Uh, number three, use a buying agent, to purchase agent to make purchases or upload content on the site or app. Uh, you cannot use the service to advertise or offer to sell goods and services. Ooh, hell yeah, there you go. Um, uh, circumvent, disable, or otherwise interfere with security. Okay, that's all standard stuff. Make improper or use support services, submit false reports of abuse or misconduct, et cetera, et cetera. And it's all standard stuff, right? Uh, you cannot upload or transmit or attempt to upload or to transmit any material that acts as a passive or active information collection or transmission mechanism. That's like the games on Facebook, which do that sort of thing. Um, you cannot, um, let's see, it's all buying and selling stuff. Okay, this last one, point number 26. You cannot post offensive or sexual content on the site or app, including, but not limited to, a, sexual content or language. B, content that includes sexual activity, sexual intercourse, or any type of sexual act. Seems seems reasonable. <laughs> C, any content that portrays or suggests explicit sexual acts or sexually suggestive positions or poses. <laughs> D, sexually suggestive, explicit or vague, statements, text, or phrases. Well, that's just sucking the fun out of it right there. And the final point, E, content in which sexual acts are requested or offered, including pornography, prostitution, sugar babies, sex trafficking, or sexual fetishes. fetishes. What is it with the far right and their proclivity toward this sort of stuff that they had to have a whole thing about it? It seems to be... Uh, it seems to be like they've got a, I don't know, a stick up their ass about this sort of thing. I Have you have you cruised through Facebook? It sounds like you can't even get away with an innuendo over there, really. But there again, it's not like anybody's going to be enforcing any of this stuff I, I, if they even get this thing off the ground. Um, so, yeah, there's a whole bunch of other things, too. Like, uh, let's see here. What, what was this? User-generated contributions. Uh, the creation, distribution, transmission, public display or performance, and the accessing, downloading, or copying of your contributions do not and will not infringe the proprietary rights, including but not limited to the copyright, patent, trademark, trade secret, or moral rights of any third party. Standard stuff. You cannot post misleading information. <laughs> Isn't that why this thing exists? <laughs> Uh, guidelines for reviews and ratings or comments. Uh, it says here, we may provide you areas on the service to leave reviews and ratings, post comments or replies, or to otherwise communicate with other users on the service, the interactive content. When posting an interactive content, please use care and caution when posting or providing interactive content to other users. Additionally, you, may, you must comply with the following criteria. Uh, one, you should have firsthand experience with the person entity being reviewed or interactive content being posted. 
And there's a whole bunch of things in there too. Uh, you cannot, you know, you, you, you can't say um, anything that's contradictory to them. It's really kind of what it boils down to. Now, as I, as I remember, you know, remember now, as it was posted, as it was talked about, that this whole thing existed for the sole purpose to be the freedom of speech. It's not tweets, okay? The you 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 you're posting a truthy or a truth, a truther. That's what you are. That's what they're trying to do here. It is so messed up that Donald Trump himself can't even use it. He doesn't use it. He doesn't even have an account there apparently because it's not working. It tells you how messed up this whole thing is. Um. Yeah, they're going to uh, be, uh, uh, and the rest of it is all, you know, kind of, you know, standard stuff, copyright, term, termination, modifications, interruptions, governing laws, et cetera, et cetera. And this thing, like I said, it goes on forever. If you go to tr- truthsocial.com and at the very bottom of the page, you can see the terms of service and you can read through it. Um, if you can keep your keep yourself awake through it uh, as as such. Now, not associated with this and something completely separate is the other document. And the, the, all social media do this, okay? They all do the same thing. They have their uh, privacy policy, which is a much shorter document. Not by a whole lot. It's about half as long, I suppose. But it tells you specifically, they have to have this. It says here was last updated on the 1st of February, 2022, um, information collected and received from you. They have to list what it's all about, what they what they have, what they are going to do with it, and uh, all the information that they collect and receive from others and how this all fits. This is all supposed to be like wide open and free and all, but no, they've got to, they are going to be collecting all sorts of information, including the use of cookies because they have to. Uh, and they got to tell you with this. Uh, sharing information with others. Now, this is a key point because you got to remember, like things like Facebook, who is notorious for this, that you would uh, be on a quote-unquote list of some sort where all of the sudden your user information, your excuse me, your date of birth, your phone number, your email address, all that stuff was being sold by Zuckerberg and company and wound up on a list. And that's why you get. That's why we all started getting these uh, extended car warranty phone calls. That's where we got all of the the spam email, the spam phone calls, the spam texts. They were buying those lists from Facebook. The one thing everybody who's ever received those spam calls have in common is their use of social media. Bottom line, that's where it all came from. Therefore, it's an important part to look at the privacy policy of, say, like this particular thing. This is through Truth Social, and it says here, we may share information we collect with our subsidiaries, successors, or related companies for the purposes described in our respective privacy policies and to offer, provide, and improve services and products offered both individually and jointly with these companies. That right there is where they make their money. You are the product. It says here, basically in black and white, they, they're going to take that information. Further down, it says we uh, may also share your information in order to comply with legal requests, such as subpoenas or court orders, or to protect or defend our legal rights or property or the legal rights of third parties, employees, agents, and contractors. That seems to be, to be uh, 
Uh, we may share information we receive or collect, such as when you give us permission through an affirmative election, for example, clicking yes in response to a message or email inquiring as to whether to, quote unquote, share my email with this advertiser. <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's what that's what that is. So think about it, you know, when you they bury a lot of this stuff in terms of service and privacy policies and they make them separate documents. They don't want everybody to necessarily know exactly what's going on here, because by God, that would be, well, it's, you know, it's it's a peek behind the curtain. It's letting the cat out of the bag. It's it's seeing everything that goes on in the minds of the people that are trying to run this thing. The bottom line here, frankly, folks, is that if it doesn't cost you anything, you are the product. You are the commodity. You are the one that's being bought and sold. The money is being made through you. Sure, it didn't cost you anything. It costs nothing to use Facebook. It costs nothing to use uh, any of the social media out there, Reddit, Twitter, Instagram, WhatsApp, Snapchat, didn't cost you anything to use any of that stuff. Because if it did, if it did cost, see, this is this is the issue here. Americans and well, people in general that are online are so used to paying monthly subscription fees for God knows what, everything from Netflix to Hulu to whatever, right? The streaming stuff, even some radio, uh, podcasts and stuff. This show's always free, but there's that. All of this stuff people are used to paying for. And in exchange for that, you get content that is um, usually unadulterated or and, and you're not you're not the commodity at this point because you're giving them money. Uh, Sirius XM is a prime example of that. You pay however much a month it is to have radio. I never understood the business model behind it, but it seems to work for them. But that's the point, and that's the key. Spotify, sort of the same way. A free service, if they like, if you had to start paying for Facebook, for example, Facebook realizes nobody would use it because it doesn't make the earth go round. At one point, it probably did for a lot of people, but now it doesn't. There's a lot. There's a lot of people that are leaving the service. They've had enough of it, and it's all just it's filled with old people now. The young guys out there, the young men and women out there that are going, yeah, this is stupid. The eighteen to thirty fours, roughly. If that if that high up in age, they've all abandoned it. They're over at over at the Instagram. They're they're TikToking. That's another one. You know, they're they're using the TikTok. That's the big monster in the room right now. And there's all sorts of weird studies and stuff that have gone on around that service. And frankly, that's all well and good. And that's we'll have to save that for another conversation. But the point is that these these things are being targeted specifically to the older political types. Okay like Truth Social, they're embracing that d- demographic, whereas Facebook is trying in this whole meta world thing, whatever that is, that's just that's just too stupid beyond words in my, in my estimation. And I think a lot of kids feel the same way as I do about that. You know, a lot of 18-year-olds are going, oh, okay, it's a neat trick, but what else is there? This is dumb. And that's what's kind of going on here. Whereas Truth Social is trying so hard to be like Twitter except without Twitter's problems and policies and all, without Jack Dorsey. Jack Jack is no longer with Twitter. But they're acting like, you know, oh, you know, we got kicked off of Twitter and now we're going to start our own thing so we can say what we want to say. But I mark my words. If I got onto Truth Social and created an account there 
and played by the rules and didn't use foul language or anything like that. And I said something that was directly contradictory to someone's point of view. That's like the 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 over the, the overwhelmingly popular statements that are being made there. And I came in as a dissenting voice. Uh, my account would be reported. I'd probably be kicked off. More than likely, I, I just because that's just kind of how that works. Does the world need this? I don't know. I don't think so. Do you need it? Eh, it depends on your point of view. You know, that's just kind of how this works. It's it's free enterprise. We talk about capitalism. We talk about free enterprise. And this is a good example of that. You know, everybody starts with something. And if it's really successful, then there's copies of it. And it spins off into everything. Something else that we have, we've talked about before here and other places is that everything that you see online, right? Everything you see online. 95% of that is repeated content, which means 5% of it is original. 5% of everything you see online is original content. Think about that. How many times have you seen something that was a spinoff of something that was majorly popular? Truth Social is exactly that. It's a copy of Twitter. Twitter ain't all that. I mean, I have a Twitter account. I use it from time to time. I'll post something every once in a while up there. Sometimes I get lucky and get a few follows out of it or 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 a post will go, not really viral, but it'll go around some. And that's kind of cool and all. But it's also a very toxic environment. And Twitter is what it is. It's just this kind of a weird thing. And Trump liked it so much because it felt perfect to him. He couldn't, he couldn't form a thought more than 180 characters. So he got he got the best of both worlds there. He got that short attention span he could go with. He could hit and quit. He can make a statement and leave. Anybody could comment behind it all they wanted to, but he wasn't reading a single one of those comments. He didn't have time for that. True social is going to be the same thing, and it's going to be an echo chamber because what one person says, another person's going to parrot it right back. They're going to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And after a while, that gets kind of old. You know, if you read a, uh, let's say you, uh, you know, you're, you're online and you're reading a story on a site like uh, the hill is a prime example the hill is a is an interesting um politically uh uh political news uh, thing it was a newspaper it was or is a newspaper from uh washington dc and they, they cover the comings and goings of all the government news okay everything happening on capitol hill hence the term the hill uh, what goes in the halls of Congress, in the White House, and all this stuff, uh, foreign policy, domestic policy, all of this kind of stuff. And every one of the stories that they have has a comment section at the very bottom of it. And that gets into a shit-flinging fight. And it's so amusing to me. And the reason why that's so successful is because you have both sides to the equation that is happening there in that comment section. That is why you'll see a story that'll have you know, fifteen to 20,000 comments, right? Basic comments, those are, those are thread starters. It doesn't, that doesn't count all of the other replies that go with that because of that very thing. It's the discourse of argument. Whereas truth social and everybody saying the same thing over and over will get boring quickly. Because how many times you can sit there and go, oh, he's right. Oh, that guy's right. Oh, she's really right. Oh, that's correct. Oh, I agree with that person says, therefore I'm going to say the same thing. It seems sort of bizarre. It's like a wall full of those Billy Bass things all singing at the same time is what it sounds like to me. And quite frankly, that is rather alarming. 
Hi, this is Reverend Oma with the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. We have a huge selection of spiritual supplies and gifts for whatever your path or practice. We stock hundreds of gemstones and specimens and carry a variety of beautifully crafted gemstone jewelry starting at just $10. Our talented staff offer tarot readings, aura and chakra analysis, and sound baths. Book your appointment or shop online at thebroomcloset.memphis.com or visit our shop in downtown Memphis at 552 South Main. Come to the Broom Closet and let us help you light your path. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. There is something sort of strange about watching what's happening economically, right? I mean, we've been we've to talk about this before, but uh, you know, this whole uh, this whole notion of having pocket money on you is kind of a well, it's kind of a unique thing. But here's the problem: you see, inflation being what it is, and we're paying God knows how much more for gasoline and rent and just living in general. There isn't a recession. That means profit margins are still pretty high. It's the consumer spending thing that's still going on. Everybody still has some money, probably a little bit more of it than we had in the past, which is kind of odd. So why are things so crazy high right now? It's because they can. I have seen it firsthand, and I've seen it with some people that are, help businesses are closing because the rents went up so much in all of their properties that it makes it cost, you know, cost prohibitive to stay open. So really, the question is, what the fuck? For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. There you go. You heard what's coming up next time on the program as we uh, dig into our wallets. <laughs> Perhaps. I don't know. A lot, a lot can happen between now and then. And uh, be that as it is... Uh, that's about it for me here on uh, on this episode of the program. We thank you for uh, d- downloading, streaming, tuning in, whatever it is that you do to get this program. If you like what you heard, please share it with others. Tell other folks about it. That would be uh, that'd be super. That would be that would just be that'd be ideal. That would be that'd be just fabulous. If you know what I'm saying. Uh, hey, listen, uh, I want to tell you about something uh, kind of cool here. I have a, a couple of minutes to do it. Um, those of you uh, who know me know that I uh, I don't just work for Radio Memphis. I mean, that's my primary gig and all of the things that are associated with that and this this program and the other things that I do around that thing. I'm also, I'm also a, a voice actor for uh, various uh, audiobook production companies, several of them, as a matter of fact. And I wanted to tell you that I am, um, I, was, I didn't tell Dan I was going to do this, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, am, I am in the midst, I'm in production right this very moment uh, with a fantastic book that is coming out. Uh, it's called Shadows. Yeah, this is a, this is a kind of a, it's a, if you're into, uh, if you're into monster stories, especially if they have that kind of a vibe of like the 50s or 60s schlocky type of thing, this is kind of that way, but it's way cooler, and it's terrifying. It's a horror story. Uh, Shadows is written by uh, Daniel Harry. Uh, The actual uh, book book is available on Amazon, and very soon uh, the audio book, the audio version of that book is going to be happening from yours truly. 
And so far, the production has just been stellar. We've we've had so much fun doing this, and uh, it's such a uh, well. It's well written, first of all, and it's clever. It's got some humor in it. It's uh, it's got some downright scary shit going on too. So if you if you want some kind of a spooky story, be on the lookout. It should be coming to uh, Audible. Where are we now? Early March. It should be in about a month. It should be available for you. We're still in principal production now. Uh, following, I should, I should have that wrapped up here by next week. And then we'll go through, um, you know, a couple of pickups, maybe some changes, that kind of thing. Uh, some of the screw ups that have gotten by me, will fix <laughs> there. There are bloopers. Yes, that does happen. We just never put them out there. Uh, that will happen. And then the book will be available for you to download or to enjoy wherever it is that you get your audio books. Most of you get it through audible. Uh, if you would like to hear some of the stuff I've done, you can go to Audible, if you have an account there, for example, and search my name, and you'll see some books that are up there. And to be fair, some of them are brutal. <laughs> I'm just a hired voice, man. That's uh, that's all it is. That's uh, kind of kind of what that is. Hell, I got a children's book that's up on uh, over at Findaway. I'm not sure where it, it's called uh, How to Be a Better Person in Three Days. I think is what that's called. It's a kid's book. It's clever. There were like a couple of voices in it, and it was fun. I got to do some of those voices. So, uh, so there, and I'm also um, I'm in line. Uh, I do a lot of auditions for uh, Penguin and Random House. So there's that. Um, you, I'll keep you posted as we come along. But yeah, there's a, there's a book that is coming. It's called Shadows from Daniel Harry. I think you'll enjoy it if you like monster stuff with a with a little twist of dark humor and silly type of humor that goes with it. It's uh, it's fun. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. So that'll be that'll be coming soon. So there you go. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. I got things to do. I got places to be. I've got uh, oh, nothing really. I got <laughs> I got a blue show later on tonight. There's there's that. So there you go. Uh, y'all be sweet. Uh, Y'all take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. For God's sake, stop shooting each other, all right? I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radio Land. Rick Cheddar from Radio Land is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com. <laughs>